Welcome to the Wanting to Wealthy podcast, where we approach financial education in unconventional ways. My name is Ashley Hogan, and if you are looking for a different path to reach your financial goals, you are in the right place. Let's get started. Welcome back. So this time last year, I released a podcast episode called Having a Baby. In that episode, um, in that episode, I really wanted to talk about how having a baby doesn't have to be as expensive as what society lets us believe. And now a year later, I have a two-year-old, and I wanted to readdress that. And how has that changed for um, now having a young toddler? And um, so just like with babies, uh, I think with babies I did a – quick search on uh, registries on Google. This time I did a quick Google search on what toddlers need and it came back with 175 million results. Some talk about the four basic needs of toddlers which are independence, affection, rest, and space and but most, most of them were consumeristic in nature. What educational toys do you need from them? What um, learning software do you need? What kind of clothes do they need? What kind of um, potty training device do they need? Like it was very consumeristic in nature um, with all these things we quote-unquote need for our children. And once again, it can be daunting and overwhelming that um, we're being told that everything is in need, that for some reason our child will be lacking if we don't give them everything society thinks they need. And I just want to talk about today, don't get caught up in the stuff. Like, when you're looking at all those costs online, people are going to say they need their own room. They need their own things for their room. They need a certain size of room. They need a specific bed and a specific bedding and specific toys and maybe even a specific food or plate or forks. But why don't we see what we can reuse or what we already have on hand or source second hand? So, for example, the bed. I know I talked about this in previous episodes, but changing the way I think when I was moving my baby from a toddler or from a crib to a bed um, I told my husband I needed to go buy a toddler frame bed frame and he says why I said because he needs a toddler bed frame he says why I said because where are we going with this and his response was We've got a queen-size mattress you've had in his room this entire time. Why does he need a toddler bed? And when I addressed it, when he when he pointed that out to me, I realized, you know what? He is totally right. I have no idea why he needs a toddler bed. Because society told me he needs a toddler bed. Um, and then same thing with with the sheets and bedding. I didn't get him – I mean, first off, I'm not going to find a queen or a full-size set of sheets that are – whatever character is popular right now, um, cartoon characters popular right now, but still, I didn't go and buy him new sheets. We had sheets that fit that bed, so he has those sheets, and it didn't have to be an added cost because the, what we were using was things we already owned. Now, granted, because 
toddler beds um, use the crib mattresses that have the vinyl on them. I did purchase a um, mattress cover, a waterproof mattress cover, because I get it. We They leak out of diapers. They're potty training. Like, that's definitely something I did invest in. It was like 25 bucks or something like that. But it was something that we did address because of sanitation reasons. But I didn't go buy him a separate bed and separate bedding and things like that. Instead, he has a headboard that we already had. The bed's on the floor. The headboard's anchored to the wall. He's got bedding we already had. And then he gets to pick which stuffies he brings on the bed. Those, that's what personalizes it and makes it his. Um, same thing with the decor in his bedroom. It is um, pictures, pen and ink pictures that I already had that made a cute kid's room. Um, and when you look at things like... Um, Food and plates, there's, I think I addressed this also in the previous episode, but if I didn't, food is one that is really tough for me because I think my kiddo has eaten one jar of baby food in his whole life and he's still off the charts big, like tall and stocky and he, I just gave him what we were eating. I didn't go and spend additional dollars and cents on food that is specifically toddler food because or baby food because I was just feeding what he feeding him what we were eating. Um and he eats off of our plates and that means glass. He does eat out of glass plates, uh off of glass plates and out of glass bowls. He has his own silverware, but if you're looking at buying a few spoons or a spoon and fork set versus buying uh, the whole shebang, the plates and the cups and the bowls and everything, um, that gets a lot less expensive. So we chose to just have him eat off of our glassware, and he, I'm thinking, he hasn't broke anything. Uh, he and I together, we broke a bowl. He gave it to me, and I lost, I, I lost it. So those are things that we can reuse. Um, and or get second hand uh or not accommodate a specific item and a specific space for for new stuff that we might think that our kiddo needs um i understand that we're going to have a cost of diapers and pull-ups and clothing um and um, i would hazard to say that those costs will go down compared to what they have been in the last couple of years and the reason i say that is because most kiddos are starting to um, starting to potty train, and they are going through fewer diapers in general, and they're not growing as fast as they were. So, well, you're still going to have to buy clothing for them if you're not getting them from a second-hand source or hand-me-downs from family members or friends. You're not going through as many uh, sizes because the size ranges are supposed to be roughly a year now at this point and not not every three months like it was when they were baby babies or six months as they got a little older. Um, so what I wanted to do next is take you through a typical day for my toddler. There is a way we could spend up spend a ton of money on our children, but I'm saying that we don't need to spend tons of money. What do 
toddlers need. There are four basic needs beyond the Maslow's hierarchy of needs that all humans need is independence. They're starting to learn and they want to do it on their own, whatever it is. Affection, they want to know that you're there and you care for them. They need rest and they need space to be able to move. That's it. So going through my kiddos day, we start out with, um, we wake up and we just cuddle in bed. So he gets that affection right away. And, uh, and then we get dressed and I use this as an opportunity for him to gain some independence. He can't dress himself very well yet, but he gets to pick out what shirt he wears. I choose and curate what's in his dresser and from his dresser he gets to pick that out. I also curate whether, what type of clothes he's wearing. So if it's 90 degrees, I'm not going to let him choose pants. If it's, 30 degrees, I'm not going to let him choose shorts, but shirts are where he is, shirts and his underwear are the things that he most wants to um, be independent in choosing, and so he gets to do those things, and he gets to have that choice. Then we go out and we have breakfast. Again, he gets to choose what he does, uh, what he has for breakfast. If he has breakfast, I offer it to him. He may or may not take it at that point. Then he plays toys. I get dressed, he he plays his toys, and they're toys that he already has at home, and I'll talk more about toys in just a second. Um, then we go outside. Um, we have animals, so we have chores to do, and that's usually in the mornings just feeding, and he um, either helps me clean, helps me get their food ready, uh, sometimes he'll help me in the garden, and by help I mean He's there and he might have his hand on the wheelbarrow while I'm moving something. Or he might have his hands on the hose while I'm getting ready to fill up a water. Um, he might be, the other day we dug up potatoes. So I was digging up the potatoes and he was running the potatoes one or two at a time from me to where the box was that we were bringing inside the house. So that got him his space to be outside and run around. It helped him be independent because he could go and um, do something helpful. And it gave him his ability to um, have that time one-on-one -on -one with me. So from there, he will um, – my husband works swing shifts, so he'll go and cuddle and play with Daddy. So he gets a little bit of rest, but he knows that – once he cuddles and plays with daddy, it's nap time. And so he takes his nap and he gets that rest piece. And then he, when he wakes up, he's ready to go again. He, he generally doesn't eat lunch. He usually has a little bit of snacks before and after nap. Um, but usually when he's ready for a nap, he goes, or when he gets up from his nap, he goes right back outside. Some, it's either toys, uh, in the house or, um, we go back outside or we have an activity of some sort. And activities can be so simple as um, you have name address labels and a piece of paper and he can stick them on there um, and have stickers. You find markers or crayons that you have at your house and a magazine or paper or um, a box and they get to color on those activity uh, on those uh, boxes. Um, he might have they might have watercolors. They might have sand play. So uh, I've taken um, some dinosaurs and buried them in brown sugar 
and it's just in a container, um, buried the dinosaurs in brown sugar, and then gave him a, a chopstick, a spoon, and um, a chip brush, a $1 chip brush that you can get at the store. And he um, played being able to excavate the dinosaurs and find them. Um, but that's something that he, we can reuse. Play-Doh, again, is something we can reuse. Um, maybe bubbles. Like, I try and get him, give him an activity of some sort like that. That's not the same thing over and over again. But um, gives him a new kind of sensory experience. Um, then we have dinner. And he gets to choose what he has for dinner. And then, and typically, because we do all our meal prepping uh, once a week, that's why he gets to choose what he has for dinner. I give him a couple of options. He can't say, oh, I want candy and get candy. He he can choose between, say, um, rice, veggies, or macaroni and cheese, because that's what we have available. Like, he, I still reduce the number of choices he has, but not so much so that he's just given one item and told that he has to eat that. So after dinner, we have a dance party typically. Um, that gets him that last little bit of movement to really get him um, to to get all of his yayas out. And then we clean all his toys up. That's something he has to do before he goes to bed. And then he has his bedtime routine. And that's a typical day. Other days uh, include working. So um, we we have rentals. We have uh, outside chores that we do. Um, so he helps with that. He might be sweeping. He might be helping us take pieces of cardboards to the trash. Um, he might be uh, digging for us. But things that he wants to help with that helps give him some sort of activity to do. Um, sometimes he has screen time. Uh, I like to use the app ABC Mouse because it is more learning-minded. Uh, otherwise, I curate what he re- what he watches. Sometimes he watches Mickey Mouse. Um, sometimes he watches a Disney movie. But I'm not perfect. <laughs> he gets some screen time. Um, car time. When we drive places, I always use this as an opportunity to sing. Um, we do a lot of singing. Uh, we take turns. We'll go from listening to a song he's picked out to a song I've picked out um, and observing. He'll, I'll ask him what he wants to look for, and we'll look for tractors one day, or we'll look for um, cows one day, or he asked me the other day about the trees. Um, but we use that as, as a... Um, time to observe and work on communication um we use shopping uh if we need to go grocery shopping or something uh to work on his manners and his patience um i mean i understand shopping with a two-year-old is not anybody's idea of a good time but if you go in for say milk you know you need milk so you go in and you get that and your kid's behaving really well push a little bit further, see what it is they can, um, where they lose their patience, where they might think they should get um, a toy or a reward or something like that, and and it helps them develop that, and then the manners comes in when it's other people, because, you know, people like babies, so um, 
a lot of times we'll have people wave at him or stuff like that. So he's able to wave back and talk. Um, and we also do adventures. So what I call adventures can be paid things like going to the zoo or the aquarium, or they can be not paid, like going to a park. We have a thing where when we're out and about, and I try and do this once a day, if we've gone to three stores, I'm going to go spend 10 minutes at park with my kid because that's a lot for them. It's a lot of stimulation visually, auditorily, and and then they get cranky and then you're fighting them and stuff like that. So why not go spend 10 minutes sitting at the park while they're playing um, toys and playing on the playground, especially if there's another kid there. And obviously do that at your discretion. But we, whatever town we're in, I go and try and find a park that he can go um play at and then and then baths baths are another thing we have to do it for hygiene but we also so I get the the washing right out of the way right at the first and then I allow him to play in there and sometimes he'll take 10 minutes in the bath and sometimes he'll spend an hour in there but it's a way for him to play and get those sensory activities and um not something that I necessarily need to help him play with. I sit obviously right next to the bathtub, but sometimes he plays um, with bubble baths. Sometimes he plays with things he's brought to the tub. Sometimes he will pick things that he has um, in his regular toys that he would now like to uh, see what happens when they go into the water which is great. And and so let's talk now about toys. So his toys include things he already has. Now granted as kids get older they get offered free toys. They get they pick things up randomly um through birthdays, Christmases, things like that, sharing with each other. It it happens. So I have pulled toys over the years to to kind of curate out what is available to him, things that are no longer age-appropriate that he doesn't play with, I just uh, have given to a younger kid. Um, But when I'm looking at toys, nothing was purchased simply because he's a toddler now. I didn't, we didn't go out and buy new things. So the things he has, he uses are things he has already had, Things he has made, like he painted rocks, and one time, and he has those in his play stuff, and one time he um, made a caterpillar out of the pipe cleaners and the bottom of a um, egg carton. He still plays with that caterpillar. Um, when we're outside, rocks and sticks are still the go-to. There's a rock pile in front of the barn right now that Daddy's going to use um, on some projects later. He spent an hour climbing up and down that rock pile last uh, last week. He uses the sticks in imagination play. Often the sticks are swords or dragons or um, walking sticks or um, ghosts. Like he he makes all things all sorts of things happen with the sticks. Um, everyday objects, uh, like boxes when we get stuff from online. Um, he loves the broom. I have to hide the broom because otherwise he wants to play with the broom and sweep, which is, um, help 
helpful-ish. <laughs> Usually it ends up just causing more of a mess, but it's something he enjoys doing. And then um, maybe cooking tools. So I was getting rid of some spatulas, some turners, um, a couple months ago, and he found them in the giveaway bin, and they're now in his toy box because he likes playing with them. And, again, he uses them as scoopers, um, swords. He took one to the bathroom, to the bathtub with him. Um, he will uh, lift his stuffies with them and move them around. He uses them as a broom. Like, he's used them as a... Um, uh, a lawnmower, like, he doesn't need anything specifically like a toy lawnmower, not when he can use his imagination on other things. So that saved us a lot of money when it came to um, the things that were – that we could be spending money on if we listened to – what we're told we should spend money on. When it's come to books, um, of course, we have a variety of books that we read to him or talk to him about. Um, but the library, you don't have to buy a bunch of books. You can go to the library and get books. And it helps them learn sharing and it helps them learn taking care of other people's possessions so they don't tear the book apart and then you've got to pay for it. Like it helps build these skills by just doing everyday stuff. So so a couple of recommendations I have in looking at having a toddler and, and the financial impact there. Um, one is the Simple Families podcast. Um, the gal's name is Danae Barahona, and she does a great job of really talking about having kids and and what they need and what they don't need, and very, very, very rarely will she say go out and buy X, Y, Z, because really kids can are so, especially toddlers, they're so imaginative. They don't need a specific toy that has to be only one thing. They they do so great just telling you, okay, today this is this is a shovel, and tomorrow it might be a flipper, and they're going to make pancakes. Like, you never know. Um, and then another one that I really, really like that goes along with the kids needing space is there's a book called There's No Such Thing as Bad Weather, and it is written by a gal from the Scandinavian area named Linda Akerson McGurk. And she was interviewed by Danae Barhona from Simple Families. That's how I found out about her. But talking about, yeah, we live in the Pacific Northwest. Many of us do that are listening to this uh, in the United States. And it rains here. But can we, if it's not pouring down rain, or even if it is, Take your kid out and let them play in the mud puddles. Just put a coat and a hat on them. Or, um, you know, it's more about getting the kid out in, outside. Like, I see a noticeable difference with my kiddo uh, about if he gets stuck inside for an entire day versus not. And so, to me, the toddler is easier to accommodate financially than the baby is because there are so many safety things that go along with the babies. They go to more doctor's appointments. They outgrow clothes faster. They go through more diapers. They might have special needs with um, formulas and bottles and potentially some food stuff. 
But with toddlers, we go right back to their basic needs of, of once their food, water, shelter, safety, security are taken care of, they want to be able to do things themselves. They want to know you care about them. As much as they might tell you they don't want a nap and they're not tired, they want a nap and they're tired. And, and they need their rest. And they need space. And that space could be potentially their own room. That space could be the space they use in the living room. I make blanket forts with my kiddo in the living room. Like, just being able to be there and create that space with them. That might be going outside in your backyard or going uh, to the free park down the road or finding a um, wilderness hike area. That's something that we've done as well with my two-year-old. Um, we did a mile and a half hike to waterfalls and there was mud and sticks and rocks and things to play with, but he he walked that entire mile and a half. We went to three different waterfalls, and he walked it all by himself because he wants that independence and that space, and then those things help them sleep better. So, so when it comes to kiddos financially, don't worry about keeping up with the Joneses. Do what's best with for your family, and if that means that there's a line item for daycare or new toys, so be it. Do what you have to do, but as long as you're doing it intentionally and with thought ahead of time, and you're putting it in your budget so you're not caught off guard that your kid cost you way more than you thought they were going to cost you, and now you're putting it on a credit card – you don't have don't don't think you have to do it just because some sort of outside societal pressure is telling you to do things there's plenty of things we can pay for and i didn't mention many of them because i wanted to really emphasize all the things that we don't have to pay for now granted depending on where you live you might not have access to a big yard you might not have access to a beach or something like that but but Look what you do have access to that's around you that you can go take your kiddo to because there is places that don't cost any money. There are things, activities that can be done that don't cost any money that give your child an enriching environment and an enriching um, toddler experience without breaking the bank. If you have other ideas, please share them. When this podcast post comes out on Instagram, please share your ideas because I would love to learn more about ways that you give your toddler what what you want to give them without spending a lot of money. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Wanting to Wealthy podcast. I appreciate your support and listenership more than I can express. I would love to continue the conversation on Instagram and Facebook at Wanting to Wealthy. Send me a DM with your questions, suggestions, things you are taking from this episode, or things you would love to hear in a future episode. 
You can show further support by posting a screenshot of yourself listening to the podcast, sharing with a friend, and leaving a review wherever you listen to podcasts. If you would like to support the podcast with a financial contribution, you can do so for as little as a dollar a month over on patreon.com slash wanting to wealthy. Patrons receive early access to courses, discounts to programs, live Q&A, and extra unedited audios. My ultimate goal for the Patreon is to start a scholarship fund to help more people access financial education. Again, thank you so much for your support. You are amazing, and I will see you next time.